Okay, wait, wait, let me do the countdown. Three, two, I have one. To consent. You just Zoom asked for my consent to record. Okay. So no, no, let me do the let me do the countdown. Three, two, one. Astonos. Welcome to Astonos, everybody. Worst fucking podcast on the planet. No, 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 no. The king of the hype beasts, uh, king of the king of the uh, king of farts, king of kings of kings of fake. I, I can't do fake business. King of the trolls, king of the ass, king of the nose, king of white boy summer, uh, kings of um, Nazism, Nazism, Black Panthers, uh, critical race theory, um, um. Uh, red pill, uh, all things you need to know about the internet, its interweavings, it's 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 the caves that you go down, the rabbit holes. We're here to help. We're here to make. Yeah, we're spelunking. We're spelunking through the depths of Twitter. We're spelunking through the simulation, and everything is just a number. But we're here to make sense of it. So thank you for joining us today on the Ask Nose Podcast. I'm Ass. I'm Nose. And and wow, we have a wet and wild uh, Father's Day episode prepared for you guys. We sure do. Did you? Was that a, a reference to the tropical storm that's supposed to be smacking us today? No, I was just referencing that it's summer. But you you uh, brought up some good points because you and I are living in Florida yeah. and the home of the hurricane, yeah. where, <laughs> where we literally once every five to ten years we just become homeless because our yeah, entire home gets destroyed, and we just have to. It, people are scared of the apocalypse, but as Floridians, we go through the apocalypse once every decade. And we, we do, just, we do. And we just have to restart. And that's why we're not scared to start over, right? Everyone Genuinely, else. That's why we're not scared of anything, honestly. We've seen, no. we've been through the worst. Every five year olds watch their trailer get swept away in the current. <laughs> After yeah. that, you're like, oh, I guess nothing is permanent and none of it matters. Which is actually, we've never talked about this on or off camera, Justin. But um, do you remember Hurricane uh, Wilma? Hurricane Wilma. No, I do not. Do you, it was when we were li little, like I want to say elementary or middle school. Mm, okay, I think I might, I might vaguely remember that one. What was okay? What was the worst hurricane you remember? Honestly, I don't even remember them because they were bad. I remember them. I only really remember the hurricanes that I had a great time during, like Hurricane Irma, favorite hurricane because I spent three straight days fucking sucking smoking drinking and eating okay and it was it was it was it it was the best vacation of my life it literally in wet and wild isn't just to describe the storm it's also to describe the uh, the insatiable sex that you were having literally everything that happens during the storm there was another one whichever one we had in like i want to say 2017 that one i was in interlocking for and that was a great time because i just like went out with friends and just we drove around almost dying on the roads that were disappearing <laughs> Okay, but to, for a joke that I just had to go back to what you just said, a storm was a brewing in your bussy. It was. It was. <laughs> the, 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 the storm outside wasn't the only storm. 
Oh, no, it wasn't. In fact, our storm was much louder. Irma really could have brought, she really could have came harder. <laughs> I, got lucky, I got lucky, too, because I was with, um, I was with a guy who happened to live in the more affluent part of Jacksonville that didn't lose power for that weekend. Oh, shit. So you were, you were living it up. Nice. Oh, yeah, we were, we were living it up. It was great. Nice. That's that German guy. Yeah. <laughs> so how's your week been, bro? Hold on. My week, bro. I literally, I don't remember any of it. Um, Lovely. So it sounds like a lot like last week. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, different reasons. Last week I was so busy. I didn't remember it. This week I was so not busy. I think I just closed my eyes and I slept through like three days. Um, so I have no idea what's happening. Um, it was Father's Day. Uh, it's Father's Day today, obviously. Happy Father's Day to all, Father's all, Day, the, everybody. all the deadbeat dads. But um, how does it feel? How does it feel uh, to be looking forward to hanging out with your dad on Father's Day? Feels pretty good, bro. We just smoked. We just had a fucking fat sesh um, on the back porch while mom was at work. So um, that was great. We were smoking bats and. <laughs> And I was like, and I was like, dad, like, you better take a shower after this. Like, you don't want mom smelling you. And he was like, nah, I don't think so. And I was like, dude, it's Father's Day. Like, what happens when she goes to, like, give you a kiss or a hug? And he's like, I'm just going to blame it on you. <laughs> so my dad is just going to out me for smoking. But really, we had we were on the porch smoking together. But um, yeah, yeah. We smoked bats yesterday and the day before that because my mom wasn't working. We went, we like, we, we lived it up. We didn't do anything. I'm not saying like Brazilian steakhouse, but like middle America, middle-class white people living it up. So Texas roadhouse like club. No, no, no. I hit he, his heart is getting better, but I don't want his heart to go backwards <laughs> in his recovery by taking him to a, a Broward County strip club. Wouldn't that be awkward? You're the guy whose dad is having the heart attack at the strip club. How awkward would it be if I'm the one who killed my dad by showing him like uh, fucking I, I bring him just a giant, a giant plastic surgery out. Um <laughs> to dance on his face and he just goes into uh, renal failure you know he might not mind genuinely he might not i mean he is my he dad he is my dad so he might be that's kind of might be how he wants to go out i don't know so genuinely is there a better way to go out <clears throat> well but i didn't I, I won't be smoking with my dad he's one of those old niggas that like that smokes mid and also skinny blunts like a, he'll do a half blunt <laughs> less than pencil thickness not great weed is he from new york too he is from new york bro you know and niggas from new york often think they are way cooler than they are because he will hand me one of those little tiny skimps and be like be careful with that poppy <laughs> and you're like oh i i don't think i think you need to be careful yeah, offending me by offering this to me <laughs> literally i just i'll smoke it it's just like it's like it's like nothing just a nothing a nothing of a blunt and he's like that's some gas right <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 fucking oregano literally he's like i get that from my boy isn't it funny how the only two people i think the only two people from new york that 
we that I didn't smoke with your dad, but have smoked blunts at that house have had the most the skinniest blunts. They're not even blunts. They're they're using blunt wraps, but they're literally like it looks like a straw, like a blunt high straw. Heike just smoking the blunt. Heike just the wrap. What is with that? And is that a New York thing? Because in that case, New York needs to be clowned if that's their Girl, thing. I swear to God, New York, New York honestly deserves to be clowned in so many forms and fashions. That that city is not what the people who come from it like to act like it is. Dude, remember when they were in the middle of of the pandemic and instead of opening businesses, they're like, we're just going to have flash mobs all around the city to raise morale. We're just going to have people dancing to like make people not sad, but we're not going to reopen. Rutro, looks like we have connection issues. Justin, can you hear me? Justin, can you hear me? I did. I, yeah, I got what you said. It was just uh, about at about half speed. All right, give me a sec. Give me one sec. I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get okay. us on track. And we're and and okay. we're and we're back. We are busy back, man. Let me just tell you. Okay, so I went and um. I just got back from my hometown, Interlochen, Florida, and I went. It was like my mom's and sister's birthdays this week, so I went to say hey, see everybody. Wait, wait, before you and start, before you start, did you tell Missy happy birthday for me? Because you were a bitch, and I told you to say something, and you never responded. I did, and she said, "Oh, thank you," and then I forgot to tell you that she said thank you. Okay, okay, go ahead, proceed, <laughs> proceed. Speaking, speaking of Missy, so this, uh, she's my mom is one of those ladies uh, that is. Uh, constantly stressed out and neurotic and when you walk into her house right it seems almost as if no one lives there genuinely it is like a gallery it's like a showing um because just spotless not a smudge to be found not a speck of dirt to be found so that's what she's on okay and i'm over there right i'm using right the laptop that i'm normally recording on is just like this like 15 year old purple dinosaur of an hp uh it's sitting on her counter uh, well, I go out uh, to go see some friends and I come back. It's not turning on <laughs> and I touch the bottom of it and I notice it's moist. <laughs> so I go at this point, it's like 10 o'clock. Right. So I go to my little sister and I'm like, hey, do you have an iPad that I can borrow for tonight? Because my laptop is definitely like got water damage for some reason. And I shit you not both my baby brother and sister at the same time go. It's because mommy washed it. <laughs> straight snitch they were like mommy washed it she wiped it down with a wet rag and that's probably why i was like oh damn man y'all sell it out uh oh fuck that's not good and we're back holy shit um so that doesn't keep happening yeah let's hope um, so, so i don't i don't know where i cut out but uh yeah uh so no, so watch my laptop she literally she tells she so she tells me that she she was just walking she was like just wiping down like she does 37 times a day she <laughs> the laptop and notices that the laptop isn't the cleanest laptop and so she decides she just goes pam right front screen back bottom keyboard with her little wet rag with soapy bleach water and that was yeah. I mean, it's a tw- it was like a fifteen year old uh, laptop. So uh, it was. 
It was, but it was fucking old faithful. Like it always turned on. It always recorded. It did, but it would also like crash when you bumped it a little bit. <laughs> okay, sometimes you would bump the corner and it would just completely shut off. You had to restart what you were doing. You would walk into the room and like it would just it would just malfunction for no reason. Literally, literally. So now I'm using a Chromebook, and I don't know if you ever owned a Chromebook, but I have a special hatred in my heart for Chromebooks. And I do suspect that the Chromebook is why we've already had a couple of connection issues this episode. No, I've not. What I know it's a, I know it's a Google Chrome laptop, but what, what the fuck's wrong with it? Bro, Chromebooks are, they are essentially, they're essentially a tablet, a Google tablet that they attached a keyboard to and sold for a laptop price. That is essentially what it is. And this one is made by Samsung, not even Google. So that it's really, we're really. <laughs> we're like the bar. third. Yeah, we're at the third degree of separation from a laptop. <laughs> Absolutely. Not, it's basically a phone. It's basically a large phone at this point. <laughs> and uh, I'm amazed, honestly, that it's working with this, uh, the, our like sound compressor and this microphone. I'm amazed that this is working at all. Genuinely. Yeah. So it's a miracle that we're here. It really is, you know, but we do it for the people. And I, so I will be, I will have to finally actually be an adult and purchase a semi new laptop. Dude, and didn't you say uh, that that picture you sent me with our downloads aren't most of them like in Turkey or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've weirdly got some people that are downloading from um, like Eurasia in Europe. Fuck yeah. So yeah, I, we do this. We do this for you fucks. Remember when you said, do. remember when you said towel heads on the first podcast, this is for them. Yeah, <laughs> for you, <laughs> which I just found out that towel heads isn't even a slur for Muslims. It's a slur for native Americans. Muslims are blanket heads. <laughs> that's, that's too sophisticated for a racist to keep track of. Yeah. It's a lot of nuance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you call me a blanket when you mean we did you call me a blanket when you meant to call me a towel? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but so, OK, so, you know, so I'm learning so, just like everyone else learning how to be a racist. Yeah, we're all learning and we're all going to get through this together and be more racist because of it. Mm -hmm. Because if you buy this book, ra anti-racism or whatever the fuck that book that I sent you. Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, I don't remember. What was it about? I don't remember the title of it, right? But it was it was ant it was the the book was about anti-racism, and in the book it had uh, interactive little little side things where it would give you props, like like for example, and this is not verbatim, but almost verbatim. What do you have an What do you have an issue with when you think of Middle Eastern people? <laughs> and then. <laughs> And, and then, then it gave you a suggestion too. It gave you like it was like I think Middle Eastern people are stinky. <laughs> and it's like and it's like fill it out and somehow this is supposed to make you it's like sit down and think about what you really don't like about this group. Literally. But and this is supposed to expose that you are racist, right? I guess, but it's really it's encouraging you to think hard and try yeah. to come up with racist stuff. Um And if you can't come up with something, we've we've got you covered. Yeah, yeah, we got you just expound from stinky. Like go yeah. on, but they smell like goats you know <laughs> yeah 
but I don't, I don't want, I don't want to get into the good news just yet. Um, how was, how was your hometown? How was seeing your friends? Was, oh, was, man. was it as you remembered it? Was it different? Uh, well, let me interlock it. It's just, it's a lot like a lot of places in Florida where time just stands still. Okay. And it, it, it the, the days had their ups and downs. Okay. But it, what what really struck me about the trip was just the fact that like Interlochen is a place where most people really don't grow up <laughs> and they don't have to because it's also one of those places where like there's really almost no way that you can fuck up your life bad enough that it's like really that bad. You know, like in most places, if you spend every weekend doing Xanax and Coke, you'll probably end up homeless. Yeah. Interlocking is like, no matter what you do, you like most people can't pay rent and somehow never are never getting evicted, <laughs> you know. Uh... We're having we're having uh, mic issues. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Holy shit, we're back. Um, in honor of interlocking and Father's Day, this is for this is for all the dads out there. I don't condone any of this, guys. Say no to drugs. I do not smoke. Don't have gay friends, and certainly don't have gay black friends. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, but I think I was saying all of that about how Interlochen is a place where no one grows up to say. Well, so I had a, a, a very good friend, um, somebody who I swear I'm pretty sure is a very good friend. Had I because I, I was supposed to be coming back Friday and he offered he offered to hang around with me for an extra day. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, OK. Uh, and I'm so essentially I, I stayed for an extra day. I was supposed to be going out Saturday night with this nigga. Right. He calls me at six o'clock, says I'll be picking you up soon. Right. And then nothing, nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hear from him exactly 24 hours later. He goes, I ran to Keystone, popped his hands and forgot where I was. <laughs> and here I am. And I guess he ended up with like a car full of other people who didn't have cars because broke and just going around just on Zan completely lost. And I'm like, OK. Checks out. I was a little bit annoyed, but I was like, I really shouldn't have been surprised because once again, this is a place where literally no one grows up. What are plans with friends when there's a Xanax in front of you? <laughs> but it sounds but, like everyone's like a mouse. Legitimately. Like, <laughs> oh, and I, I did get to see my friend's racist grandpa, who I love. I walk in, uh, <laughs> I walk into this guy's house, uh, which these are, I might have talked about this guy on the podcast before. I think I did. You um, talked about him last week. I walk in, don't knock, and I walk up to his bedroom door. He's like watching something about cars, and I'm like, I'm here to see your shit. <laughs> and this old white dude turns around, looks at me. He just squints and he goes, I'm pretty sure I'm closer to my gun than you are to my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we all have a good laugh. And I'm like, hey, Papa. And he's like, hollers to his wife. He's like, hey, there's a, there's a black guy in the house. <laughs> so hide, hide the stuff. Get my gun. Yeah. yeah. And then I talked about politics with those two for a little while. Got, <laughs> which was because I told them about the podcast. And they started talking about politics and specifically immigrants. And this was, so it was, 
just the funny conversation because you know it's a couple old old country people making some of the funniest like statements that like would get you canceled on twitter about mexicans <laughs> but it was I mean, a good time it was a good time yeah i, I mean, always I, you know i always love to go back and just get their perspective because they're so people people in town like that they really they really don't care much about politics and the things they do care about, they don't know much about and they very <laughs> gladly don't know much about it. Well, yeah, because let's be real, the federal government doesn't give a fuck about those people. So, so, so they stop giving a fuck in return. Yeah, so whoever is in office, it doesn't matter whether it's Democrat, Republican, fucking communist, no one's talking to them or helping them out. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, because like interlocking is just one of those towns where it's like ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to get people jobs in that town. Ain't nobody trying to do nothing for them people. They don't give a damn. They don't oh. give a damn. They just think Mexicans need to learn English when they get here. <laughs> but okay, so who's the mayor of interlocking? Um, last I checked, oh God, what was that guy's name? It was I cannot remember his name, but he like. He, 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 like, came up in Putnam County being, like, a social worker working with, like, the Azalea Club and, like, Rotaract and, like, you know, like, social organizing, social, like, work clubs that usually, like, work with high schools. Cannot remember this nigga's name. It's just this big goofy <laughs> nigga that just, he's just so proud of the work he does. <laughs> that's that. He doesn't do much, but he's so proud. No, but that's what you need in a small town mayor, right? Mm-hmm. You need someone who takes pride. They are, in honest, they're actually surprisingly developing. They're taking uh, Highway 20 going through there. It's been two lanes for the longest. And they're like widening it up, making it four lanes. There's a couple new businesses popping up, which that's a little bit scary. Honestly, I kind of don't like when I go back to Interlock and the shit starts changing because I'm like, you, y'all need to, frankly, for the, like, y'all need to chill. It was kind of great the way it was. Yeah. Like, don't make it not a paradise where no one has to grow up because, like, wow. That can be annoying when you're trying to do things with these people. That's also like magical. That's kind of what makes it magical. Yeah. God forbid people are forced to wait, to grow up. Yeah. Fuck that. Leave that to the all the all of the cities, the city folk. They can do that. I mean, just if you want to grow up, move out of interlocking. If you want to not grow up, just stay. So it's it's Absolutely. pretty. That's why I left. Like I love to death, but I was like, hey, if I'm gonna grow up, I can't be here. But your mom. Although, you know, a clean freak, albeit, she seems very well put together. So, oh, yeah, she's not from Interlocking. She's so, from New York. Yeah. So, is it that's why? Like, how does she manage living in, in a place such as that? You know, it's funny because I was asking her the same thing because she has lived in that area, in that county for like 22 years, 23 years at this point. Still terrified of every bug that there is to be seen. Can't handle a frog. <laughs> still, still can't handle the heat. Still can't handle the humidity. She still looks at rednecks and gets a little bit nervous because she's like, I don't know, like, are these people dangerous? When she sees like a like. <laughs> How did she survive? How did she survive? I don't know. I'm like, genuinely, how have you made it here, woman? That's literally, you're describing the place in which you've lived longer than you lived in New York. Literally, she's, I mean, she, she, bless her heart. She stayed, she really has stayed for the kids because she just don't want to move them. Mm. Um, Yeah, she, uh, the second, the second my baby brother and sister get the fuck out of her house, this woman is not staying in in Putnam County. I already Mm. know. She is relocating to somewhere with very tall buildings. (laughs) So is that, but is that her secret sauce? Would you say like how she's kind of stayed separate from it all? Yeah, that she's terrified of the whole ordeal. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, that's her. I, I guess you could say that's her secret sauce, the terror that she's always living in anytime anything happens. In the country. Okay. So this brings us to the uncomfortable truth that no one wants to talk about. Fear and horror are great motivators. They truly. They really are. That's why politics is filled with it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the fear and horror of wasting the next 30 years with with drugs laying in a trailer with no AC and then realizing that I did it once it was too late is exactly what motivated me to move from Interlocking. There you go. Case in point. Mm-hmm. I hope a little bit of fear really will get you places. It really will. Did you end up going? Did you get a table in downtown Deland? Um, oh, no, not this weekend. I actually ended up not going because I spent um, an extra day there. But no, I'll be, uh, I'll be trying to get a get a table there in the next couple months. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. About that. Uh, but speaking of Florida politics, have you have you heard about this poll um, that was done at some like Republican convention uh, about Ron DeSantis? And he. He's starting to look like the favorite for the Republican presidential nomination over Trump. I mean, I haven't, but I did when I saw that he was fining cruise ships for requiring vaccines. Then I thought, okay, if he ran, he actually would have a shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that, honestly. I do too. Um, I'm checking the. Okay, yeah. So it was the Western Conservative Summit nonpartisan approval voting poll results. Apparently, there were like 500 participants, and mm-hmm. uh, Ron DeSantis won 74.12 percent. Okay, uh, that's good. But remember, that's you said 500 participants. Yeah, it's not a whole lot. That's small. But apparently, I I think that this is a poll that, although it's not a whole lot, it usually does uh, say give us a good idea of like what's going on as far as these people's approval and stuff well was it was it just was it like approve or disapprove ron desantis or is it desantis versus other options so it looks like they actually asked they asked them like would you vote for this person 74 percent said they would vote for ron 71 percent said they would vote for donnie who's donnie donald trump oh good old donnie okay donnie yeah. t yeah, so that's so, more of people in this little group that uh, would vote for him. And it seems like most of these people aren't Floridians, which is also interesting. Because I know Floridians would be that, especially Floridian Republicans, but these are, this was in Colorado. Okay, so these are people who really have no idea who Ron DeSantis is. I mean, they, they've <laughs> yeah. heard about him, but they've never been governed by him. Yeah, you know, his pandemic response really... Uh, I think that was him up. I kind of, I'm starting to think that he has a chance, a better chance than Trump of winning. Yeah, because you know, he doesn't Biden too. Yeah, he fucking killed. He's the. Uh, I, we said this last week. But he's the only guy, the only politician that came out of the pandemic looking better than going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I feel like before the pandemic, he really not a lot of people had a really great opinion of him. Honestly. No, no. I mean, I didn't. I had an indifferent opinion. I was like, he's not fucking Rick Scott. So that's good. But that's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always a good thing. But but as as someone who lives in Florida and has lived in Florida the entire time DeSantis has been governor, I think he did a pretty good job. I mean, it mm-hmm. seems it seems like 
crime is the same, right? But mm-hmm. all the prices for shit went down. So I like that. Yeah, and I, I, I was thinking about it. I'll, I think I'll go ahead. I think I'll go ahead and, and declare if Ron DeSantis is running against Biden, I'm voting for Ron. I think so too. Yeah, I think DeSantis is gonna get it because I'm tired. I'm frankly tired of watching Biden fucking toddle around the White House and talk nonsense. Did you see him um, go, uh, go off on, on the reporter at the Geneva press conference? Yeah, actually, I had an article to pull up of a few examples. Apparently, he has been getting sick and tired of these bitches. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's going after bitches, which I honestly respect. But uh, but at the same time, the media goes easier on him than they did on Trump. So it's also like, don't be a bitch. But I don't know. I don't know any details about about the story. I just know he he went off on a bitch. <laughs> Say it again. Can you see my? Yeah, your mic's a little goofy. Oh, is it? Is it uh, like bad? It's better now, actually. Okay. Yeah, you're okay. Good. Awesome. Okay, so I had I was just reading about what we were talking about before the before, before the podcast, so I had this already ready to pull up. Uh, oh, this at the Geneva press conference. This is what you were talking about. This guy came after him and at, like asked him if he was confident that Vladimir Putin would change his behavior after the summit. And Biden turned around and said, "I'm not confident he'll change the, his behavior. What in the hell? What do you do all the time?" I thought, <laughs> said, Colin, I, thought I thought Collins was a girl, a bitch. Collins? Oh, she she might be. I don't even know. You know, I'm a sexist, so I always assume that anyone doing a job is a man. That's Kayla true. Collins. Yeah, you're right. She was like, um, she. I, I don't remember what she said, but he goes, "You, if you don't understand that, you're in the wrong business." He did. Look, look, he look. did. <laughs> and, and and I can't I can't wait for the feminists. I can't wait for the feminist response here. Oh, apparently he apologized for acting like a wise guy. Apparently. He talks like he's from the 60s. I love it. Literally, like that was honestly the funniest thing he said since he won the president. So there was another one. Somebody asked him about his son and he said it's a smear campaign. I don't. This is interesting to me because this sounded like something Trump would say. It's a smear campaign. I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. Right up your alley. Those are the questions you always ask. Tell me that doesn't sound like a Trump quote. No, you're 100% right. He's calling fake news. He's saying, yo, are you with ass to nose? Because this is fucking fake news. (laughs) Literally. Getting, uh, and then there was another oh this guy this one was funny like this little twink shouts out a question about covid um and kids getting back in the classroom and instead of answering the question he goes why are you the only guy that always shouts out questions that's i'm on biden's side that's funny <laughs> me too because like the conference was over shut up nigga. get out yeah you flew all the way to geneva to ask to to ask three questions bitch Oh, yeah. And it just it just goes on and on. He just is not having it. It's so funny because, I mean, this is exactly what everybody was acting like. Trump was like evil for basically telling the news to kiss his ass sometime. Yeah. Which, I mean, imagine being a president. You got all these people asking you all these questions. I can't fault it. I would not want to. uh, 
yeah, I would not want to answer all those damn questions because most of them are stupid questions. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, but also you got to think the media has been pretty easy on him. So, like, what yeah. happens if they start going harder? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he ain't gonna be able to handle it, which I mean, they're pretty much like pretending the nigga's not 78 years old or however. Yo, fuck. We did it again. Okay. Okay, and I literally don't even remember what we were talking about before we just had to pause it. Uh, something, but I'm sure Biden's being hilarious. I, 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 do. I am a little sick that Biden has gotten so bad that we're using Fox News articles to expose him, but yeah. it's it's literally just clips of what he said so it's not it's there's no spin on it it's 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 what it is but um yeah i don't like using our direct competitors you know um but <laughs> we're we're fox news for young people i think yeah true and truly this show depends on its on, on its competitors <laughs> we're gonna uh, remember we're gonna end up like you like I'm Sean Hannity. No, you're Sean Hannity and I'm Rachel Dolezal. Not Dolezal, Rachel Maddow. And we're gonna maybe, maybe Dolezal. And then we go back. It's gonna be like CNN versus Fox News, and we're gonna fucking fight to the death on everything. Uh yes, yes, I can't wait. Um, but do you want to go ahead and see that penis? <clears throat> yeah, uh, because the fucking the connection um has been ass no yes. pun intended um literally so we're Bad just gonna kind. the yeah not the kind that you want to stick a nose in and yeah, no, no. and eat the kind where when it comes in you know when a cat just puts their asshole in your face it's super off-putting it's like it's that type of ass is the wi-fi we're getting literally a stinky kitten's ass um but okay do you want to do you want to do your do you want to do your pseudo penis first well we were laughing off camera because you didn't have a pseudo penis but i also 100 have one i also forgot my pseudo penis i i mm. i swear to god i had it by wednesday and i forgot to write it down so i bet I you did yeah, so uh, let's get your PP, and and I'm gonna and I'm gonna make one up while while we're talking. <laughs> okay. Now, this, so was that one week in a row that you were able to have one prepared? Two, I think two, but it could be one. I, I feel like it might. I feel like it might be one, but you know, progress, progress. Dude, I I came prepared with fucking really really good news stories that one time, and the audio was an issue. And from then on, I just said, "Fuck it." You know, what's the point of trying if it's just gonna backfire and blow up in your face? I will give you credit for my pseudo penis because you did um, present the issue to me, and then I took it. Oh, 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 oh. no, no, I no, okay. I swear to God, I okay. I swear to God, you're gonna think I'm lying. I remembered my pseudo penis right before we recorded, and I pulled it up on my laptop. But I can share my screen with you right now. Like, not, I'm not gonna touch the keyboard. I swear to God, I have it open. Go ahead. You do. You do yours. Let me. Let's. Let's see your PP. Okay. So, if you really want to see my PP, I do. I do. 
Can you read that headline for us, Justin? Uh, yeah, let me move your screen out of the way. Get out of the way. Looks like a psychiatrist says remarks to Yale audience about killing white people were hyperbole. What? So uh, that's not the title. Psychiatrist. A very well-accredited psychiatrist was speaking at Yale, and she was... Let me just pull up the quote, okay? This was... Give it to me. This is beautiful. What's her name? Hold on. I I don't... Because I don't trust the Hill. I want to get the exact... Okay. I'm going to get her exact quote. Why are psychiatrists talking about Karens now? Do you not, do they not have something better to talk about? I would have, I just would think that they could come up with something better. As someone who paid many, many dollars for a degree. Okay, fuck. So it's not an exact quote, but um, as you can see, she said she had fantasies of shooting white people. Um what the fuck? <laughs> okay, here, sorry. Online lecture. In an online lecture, right? She described a psychological dynamic that is on PTSD repeat, in which people of color patiently explain racism to white people who deny the racism, right? When white people, when people of color then become angry, white people use that anger as confirmation that uh, people of color are crazy or have emotional problems. So she tries to tie that into her having fantasies about murdering people. This is the cost. This is the cost of talking to white people at all. The cost of your own life as they suck you dry. Oh, my God. There are no good apples out there. White people make my blood boil. Um, I systematically white ghosted most of my white friends. Um, got rid of the couple white BIPOCs. I didn't know a BIPOC could be white. Um, that snuck in my crew too. I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of... This is great. I had the fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, burying their body and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away relatively guiltless with a bounce in my step like I did the world a favor. Why all the detail? Why has she thought about it to this much detail? We are asking a She's demented... Went writing a fanfic about murdering white people. Yeah, we are asking a demented, violent predator who thinks that they are a saint or a superhero accept responsibility. It ain't gonna happen. That's funny. She said it ain't gonna happen. They have five holes in their brain. Um... So, like, should I keep going? Where did she get her degree? Where the fuck did she go? She must have went to Brown. Wait, hold on. Let's find out. Um, degree? This is her, this is her, uh, here we go. Columbia. NYU in Columbia. 
NYU. Wow. Right, okay, right let me make sure that's on the list of schools. Holy shit. That's that's awesome. That's I don't even I don't even know what to say about that. It's almost it's like too there's nothing to say other than she's a fucking pseudo penis. Maybe she's right. <laughs> Maybe she has a good. Maybe she made some points. I don't know. I'll have to read the book. I'm sure there's a book associated with that. <laughs> hey, that was a really good plug to sell your book because I'm interested in what else you think, right? <laughs> The fact that this woman literally essentially let everybody know that she does, in fact, lay in bed rubbing her clit and imagining whiteheads just popping. <laughs> Dude, it, it, it's psychiatrists are admitting to being psychotic. It's fucking amazing. Is, it, is that not like, is there no... Is there no bar for like you have to be this level of like mentally sane to yourself be trying to help insane people? <laughs> you you would think, man. You would if there's think. There's nothing like that. I think we should have that like a bar of insane, like a bar, like how lawyers do. But it's for you know, if you're a crazy person, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's not even complex questions. It's just to find out if you're crazy or not. How about this? Instead of how about at a bare minimum, you don't get to talk at the Ivy League schools and a lecture. Um, right. Um, oh. Imagine being a student in the crowd. Imagine being a white student in the crowd. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee you. I mean, it was probably on Zoom, right? But um, yeah, probably. It, it, I mean, I imagine some white kids that were in the class, if it was in a lecture hall, like an auditorium, were like fucking clapping, fucking standing up, mm. fist bumping, like they're like they just like they're Tiger Woods. Yeah. You know, I noted I noted in that article while you were scrolling that she she claimed that it was metaphorical and meant to uh just get a provoke a conversation. <laughs> but like well, she she can provoked you this. imagine a scenario in which a white psychiatrist said the same thing about black people <laughs> and, and then said it's a metaphor <laughs> and everybody's like okay that checks out. Yeah. I wanted That's to start a dialogue. <laughs> Holy shit! But but you but, not get your license taken for something like that. That feels like an infraction. It feels like an infraction to yeah the, I, the career. Maybe, but I don't think she in that moment. Right, it was a lecture, so she wasn't practicing medicine. But I, I agree with you, right? I I totally agree with you. Also, okay. what was she metaphorically saying? She she ghosted her white friends. Also, I love the term white ghosting, where you ghost a white person. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, great. I've never heard that one. <laughs> it's where you heard that one. Yeah. Um, we should get her on the pod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no. This would be such a fascinating. I will, I will be reaching out. I would like to get her on the pod. Yeah, don't. I will reach out because I want her to come on. But can you, like, I'm dead serious, bro. You reach out and and don't mention that I'm white. Just say you have, if you mention you have a co-host, just don't mention my race. But, dude, um, dude that would be awesome. She should be our first guest. This is going to be great. This is going to be like the equivalent of having your white friend help you, uh, like as a black person, having your white friend help you meet someone in the KKK. This is like that, but reverse. 
it is. I'm excited. This is so this fun. Is really, really good. We're really gonna blow up about this one, boy. This is so fun. Okay. I might agree. You know, I like I said, I might agree with her. I don't know. Okay. Let me... uh, where is it? Boom. Okay. Can you, can you see this? <laughs> yeah. So this is this is um Washington Post article. Um it's this isn't something just being talked about in the Washington Post. It is also on wildlife.org. There's an, an article about it. Now, for the uh, for the audio listeners, this is titled The Racist Legacy Many Birds Carry. As we and, all know. And and okay, yeah, yeah. And so Which is a great the picture, title. right? We have the picture for this article, and this just really does sum up the loot. Just it sums it up really well. We have Jameson's Firefinch, okay, and we've got the little label so we can learn about the Jameson's Firefinch, and it's very educational. He's characterized by bright red plumage, um, and start stout, sharp bill. Uh, oh, a stout, sharp bill suited for eat seed eating. Okay, so he eats seeds, and he's cute and red. Also very important uh, about the Jameson Firefinch, he's named for John Sigo Jameson, who once purchased a very young girl as a joke. <laughs> he drew sketches of the child being stabbed and dismembered. <laughs> because, you know, when you're looking, when you see Jameson's Firefinch, this is definitely a fact that comes to mind. Also, what did the finch have to do with Jameson? <sighs> He was probably a naturalist. Like he, uh, he, I'm pretty sure he was like some kind of a naturalist, somebody who studied animals. That's most of the guys in this article that they're like, we named this bird after a racist. It's because they probably discovered the bird or they discovered other birds. Yeah, but no, okay, I got that, right? But most naturalists would have been racist, right? But yeah, but, but was the bird complicit in the guy's racism? <laughs> Yeah, the bird is complicit. The bird has to, um, it, the bird, frankly, has to take responsibility for its history. It's not enough to not be racist. You have to be anti-racist. Yes, bird, be anti-racist. How dare you? Um, and so this article, right, so this was started apparently by this woman, Karina Newsom, a black ornithologist. She mm -hmm. goes... Begin work. She wants to begin working to break down barriers so that people from all communities can fully enjoy bird watching outdoors. Because, you know, as a black person, when I see a bird, that is, I see a Jameson Firefinch, and I, my first thought is Jameson bought a slave girl one time. Quote unquote, as a joke. Like, what? My thing is, like, who knew this? Who knew this? Like, what textbook is including that? Yeah. Like, nobody knew. <laughs> No one would have known. It would have been a cute bird until you fucking said it. Literally. And then, you know, okay. And then so, oh, they mentioned the Bachman Sparrow and Wallace's Fruit Dove. And I was like, let me see. Let me check this out. Okay. Because my whole thing is, okay, we're claiming that these guys were so terrible and evil, right? That we couldn't, anything named after them, it has to just be wiped out of history. We've got to change it. They're talking about changing over 150, like, bird names in this article um but so i went ahead and looked up john bachman right here's 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 johnny boy right 1790 are we surprised first of all that he is a racist are we surprised <laughs> look at him look look, look at, him. at his face okay but apparently that's shocking now i went and read about uh, i read a little bit about him he 
<clears throat> was one of the first people apparently to argue that white and black people are the same species. Um, he did so in his book. What the fuck is the book called? The Unity of Human Race. And now he did have racist ideas, but he did also have this idea, which was literally revolutionarily not racist in the 1700s. So that was very interesting. And I so I got I got into reading a little bit about, about him. He's also like a, he was an early feminist uh, social worker. Did a lot of things that actually were not that bad. I think he owned a slave, but like, so who the fuck didn't no, no, had, no. who had money in the 1700s that didn't own a slave? You know, yes. like I'm not saying it's a good thing, but like, why are we acting as if we didn't know this? Yeah, it seems like he was he had the mentality. Can you go back to him? I he had he had the mentality right of a rich person in 1790, but he also was trying to break out of it with like progressive thoughts you know yeah and it's like it you know there's just something to be said for the fact that like people live in the society they're created by the societies they're born into and some of them obviously try to be better you know yeah no i think yeah that goes without saying if people want to act like they would be less racist the same or less racist if they were born 200 years ago they're fucking lying that part like if we and any of us were born first of all most of us are still racist today if we were born back then we would be god-awful people that's that's like the world was made of god-awful people now this one really got me right oh by the way they named the bird after him because he discovered a, a bunch of animals okay okay this guy is this one really got me because they want to change they want to get rid of pretty much everything to do with this guy and this guy helped charles darwin this uh develop the origin of the species he is literally the co-creator of evolutionary theory. Mm -hmm. But I guess he said something racist in his writing one time. I couldn't even really find what people were mad about. The article in uh, the Washington Post claims that he wrote what racist things. In my short search, I couldn't really find any racist things that he wrote. But what I do know is he did develop one of the most revolutionary, revolutionary scientific theories that have ever been developed. So it's very like you am I am I wrong for thinking that this is a little bit absurd? It's dude, it's like it's like the it's like if we don't we don't want to have buildings because the person who made the first building was a bigot. <laughs> Literally, it's like we're getting to that point where it's yeah. like we're going to have to wipe most of human history because most people were racist historically. Yeah. Like also, like also, years. what's wrong with someone being racist in the past and us acknowledging that they did something, like added something to history books and were also racist? Like, why can't we also acknowledge both? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why that's so hard for some people to get. And, you know, also, my big thing is as a black person who would like to see some progress for racial issues, what the fuck is naming these, renaming these birds going to do for me? What the fuck is what? the Backman Sparrow? We go rename that to Jonathan Sparrow. Okay. What the fuck do I, what, what's that going to do for me? Yeah. Does that give you more rights? Right. Is that going to get me? Is that going to make sure, like, am I going to make, like, never go hungry because we rename the Sparrow? We renamed, Is nobody ever going to call me a nigger again in my life because we renamed the sparrow? <laughs> we renamed a finch. <laughs> uh, we re we like, renamed a long I just don't get it. And do y'all not have better things to be doing as bird scientists? I don't know what bird scientists do, okay? Or ornithologists, whatever. I don't know what they do, but it seems like they should be busy. It seems like it. 
What the fuck do they do? What is there to do with that, dude? That's a fucking fake job. You just <laughs> look at birds. Well, that's that's I do that every day when I go outside. That's not a real job. Yeah, and just the idea that like black people, right, are bird watching and seeing birds and being like, I can't even enjoy this bird watching right now because I know that he's named after a racist. It, yeah. it's it's so it's so I, it's it's hear me out okay and tell me if you agree with this it's like in a backwards way it's fucking almost racist right because mm-hmm. you think someone of a certain race is so fragile that just seeing a bird a fucking a fucking canary is gonna offend them to the point that it deeply affects their life, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, who is being hurt by this? I mean, I guess there's one black ornithologist that started this whole thing. She thinks it's a big deal, but like, girl, speak for yourself, frankly. I don't don't give a fuck. Don't speak for black people, speak for yourself. And it is getting to the point where like, it's like a lot of the names on the list, the only reason that they had for putting the names on that list were that they fought in the Confederacy or lived in the South during the Civil War. And I'm like, are we, what are we doing at this point? We're literally just wiping people out of history now because they were born in the wrong place. Is this, how is this not exactly what we're supposed to be fighting against? Yeah, let's get two things straight right now, right? There's, There's ancestors of people who fought in the Confederacy living in America today, okay? That's a truth. Okay. Secondly, there are birds that are only native to the South. You fucking dumb fucks. Okay. So whether you like those or not, those are both facts. Literally. I just don't get it. I just, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't know how the fight for racism has, has become this. How have we arrived here? It's, it's crazy, bruv. It's crazy. But, you know, hey, I guess we'll all get to live in a world where no birds are named after a southerner anymore, and that will be better off. Oh, fucking. How much money are they going to put into this? Okay, because I feel like the ornithologist community is probably low on funding because there's it's a science. Okay, how much money are we putting into cataloging, doing all this research and renaming? over 150 bird species because you guys don't <laughs> like the name yeah and you know honestly it sounds stupid right because it's just a name change but honestly how much fucking work will that take to go back into every document ever and um, and amend it like that would take so much time like just so at this point it's like from a practice from a practicality perspective it's literally beyond pointless it's just beyond pointless it's doing nothing for nobody and it's probably just gonna give a bunch of fucking ornithologists a headache yeah i don't know but yeah that's, that's my pseudo penis and uh, you know for obvious reasons yeah so is the whole article of the penis the pseudo penis yeah that whole article the whole concept all these ornithologists that are pushing for this their pseudo penises all the woke fucking white people on twitter that love it their fucking pseudo penises Everybody, everybody involved, Suda, Venus. Great. I love that PP. That was the be- one of the best PPs we've ever done.
<laughs> and no, we both we both came at it with strong peepees today. We did, we did. Everybody, watch out for those Jameson Finches. <laughs> fucking. If you see one, if you see one, fucking do what the doctor from NYU said. Fucking put a revolver through its eyes. Because even though it's not a white bird, it represents white power. At this point, we're going to be changing the bald. We're going to be changing the national bird from the bald eagle because bald and white, just like a white supremacist. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. Even though a majority of its feathers are black, but its head is white. See, it's appropriating, and that's what we haven't realized. <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriating. It's, it's 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 not black facing. It's like reverse. It's black. It's black painting its whole body. Literally. But yeah, I think that's uh, that's as to knows this week, a shorter episode this week. But um, you guys will fucking take it and you'll like it. And we're going to shove it down your fat, your fat fucking throat and you're going to yes, like it. Hopefully it's not so bad that it's unpostable with all of the fucking. <laughs> oh, no, no, I have a feeling it's going to be, but we're fucking gritty and real and we're going to post it anyway. Period. <laughs> Um, but all right, my bladder's about to explode, so we gotta pause, we gotta end this recording. All right, I die. <laughs> Peace out. Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. Ask the nose.